When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So this was a historic episode for several reasons. Where will you tell our kids and our grandkids that you were the moment that you saw this episode unfold? Pray God you can cope. Is this the Kate Bush song that everybody's so crazy about? Guys, this episode was about two women's work. I'm not going to say that this episode is hashtag feminism because it's not, but it is about two women uh, finding love. It's hashtag something. It's hashtag feminism question mark. It's hashtag (laughs) no tall men. (laughs) Oh, there's some tall men in this episode. Yeah, there are some tall men. Uh, I feel like you were more blown away by this episode than I was. Yes, I was. To me, it was kind of just the same old shit show, and also the direction that this season was going to have to go in eventually. Anyway, we all knew this was going to happen yeah sure but we so the big dramatic thing was rejecting the roses and the rose ceremony that like i feel like not even like exciting to me it was just baffling like did you think did those guys then think that gabby was going to turn around and give them a rose well we can talk about that termaine get your head out of your ass we can talk about that but i think the other they didn't want they knew that if they took rachel's rose that was it for them and gabby yeah but i here's my thing okay if I'm one of these gentlemen... Okay, so put yourself in the space of one of these men. Doing it, doing it. Yeah. I'm wearing cropped pants and no okay. socks. Yes, high yeah, high cut pants. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a chain around your neck. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, a ta- maybe. maybe a tasteful cross. Maybe a sweater that's a little bit too warm for the weather. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I've got some layers on. Yes. Uh, if I am one of them, knowing how much Gabby and Rachel talk, wouldn't you assume... That they've are they've already divided the men up. Like if you are getting offered a rose by Gabby, you're not getting one from Rachel. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but again, basically what they're saying is I am not committing to you. Yeah, like, but by doing that, you're just ousting yourself from the show. Yeah, but I get that Meatball did not want to be with Rachel, or did he? Nobody did. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing, is like yeah. the guys that were I just to me. 
I don't think that they thought it through, well, which also, is exactly what Meatball said in yes, the end clip. Right. Uh, in that uh, post credit scene, it's like when, um, you know, you get a post credit scene with like the Hulk or something at the end of a movie. It's like you get a little extra plot teaser. A little extra meatball. A little extra meatball on your plate on top of spaghetti. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think you're right. They didn't think it through, but it also wasn't clearly explained to them i agree i do agree with that from what we saw it wasn't right looked like a little bit of everybody just got thrown in there yeah well it was kind of sprung on them at the last minute and with the canceled cocktail party like don't you think that the women should have had the cocktail party so they could have felt these things out for sure like there were especially given that apparently they didn't talk to anyone the first week yeah right and then they had one-on-one dates the the week before that with like one group date but even on that group date only seven men got invited back to the actual nighttime portion yes for sure it seems a little rash to be doing this along with a canceled cocktail yes party. correct i would have gone with the cocktail party because rachel could have talked to termaine alec and meatball to see if they were going to accept her rose or not and maybe avoided extreme public humiliation heartbreak heartbreak all this heartbreak one after the other rachel can get over it i feel like when she's like this is just so much more public like no rachel you're both on a tv show so actually when gabby gets rejected it's pretty much the same thing no i know what she means and i'm not i'm team gabby all the way but um like it's still in a crowd like i would rather have that happen one-on-one without everybody else watching it because that also shifts the dynamic of the season well i was saying too like i feel like the guys that are in rachel's camp they were like all excited but then i feel like they were like wait a minute right why are all these guys rejecting rachel yeah Yeah. am i weird (laughs) what's going on like the defect to to gabby's (laughs) camp which by the way 100 percent logan needs to be there for rate for gabby who do you end up with? Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to play both sides. You know that. Well, that's a appears to be. Oh, look. What we got some birds that out birds there. Birds on my feeder. Oh, Aww. fine. Oh, this is great. It's like Little Snow nature. White over here. Yeah. I just need seven beautiful male doors. <laughs> to Each come with help a name me. that reflects their personality. Each with a charming quality, <laughs> all their own. Except for Dopey. Yeah, and Doc. Doc was smart, kind of uptight. Do you think he was a medical doctor or a PhD? I think he was a PhD. <laughs> Maybe from a sketchy for-profit university at that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need another PhD in your house. Yeah, where was yeah. like Jock? Ooh, where was uh, Hung? <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that? The dwarf they called the tripod. <laughs> He got cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Um, no, but I mean, that is my question. I still have so many questions. Like, how did they decide? How how would... There were a few that I thought would have been Team Gabby. Tino? Sure. Come yeah. on. Tino's not going to be there for Rachel. Well, I'm surprised Tino was there at all and not playing with the aborted fetuses or whatever that band name is from... <laughs> The, the frozen embryos. The frozen embryos. <laughs> That's a little less controversial. A little bit. Just yeah, a little, little bit. bit for yeah. the 90s. Where's yeah, Tino? Or for right now. Where's Tino? He's off playing with the frozen embryos. Who do you think you are? Tino? <laughs> uh, Tino. Tino's gone. 
no, I mean, there was a lot that wasn't explained here. I also like that Jesse was just like, all right, Rachel, you can't give that rose away. I'm going to take it. He's like, unfortunately, I do have to seize this rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really seemed to relish it, too. Oh, like he, he was really enjoying he taking was like, those roses away. He was Demi Lovato because he was sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we get into it? Did you want to give a shout out? Oh, we do want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to our first two episodes yes. of Separation Anxiety. We've gotten so much positive feedback. Yes. And that pause that we will reflect those shout outs in the forthcoming third episode of Separation Anxiety, which you would think like, oh, I bet Ryan and Anna had done like seven of these before they launched them. Nope. Incorrect. No, gang. We, we were gotta... actually feeling pretty good about two, but then <laughs> Having those two in the caught bank. up real Yeah, fast. and it's like, oh, wait, that's just two weeks worth of content. I would also like to give a blanketed shout out to everyone that weighed in on my uh, Eric Matthews, Chris Hardwick, Logan. Insta story? I mean, it it's was a more journey. than that. Yeah, yeah like it was an emotional journey. journey. Yeah. I yeah. would say Insta epic. I feel like my mind was blown. You know, it follows like all the stages of like Joseph Campbell's laws of Correct. the epic. Yeah, Correct. just like it fits those archetypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the basic motif of the hero journey. Leaving one condition, finding the source of life to bring you forth in a... Uh, richer or more mature or other condition i'm telling you to write it down I, okay I, I'm, I'm doing it i'm note. giving you a firm nod uh, that's our signal for a note okay 742 i've just got note we'll have to come back to that i hope y'all enjoyed whatever that clip was that you just heard i'm sure it was really good see this honestly some of you are like oh i'm so sorry they're separating i don't know maybe it's for the best <laughs> Like, oh, I'm so surprised. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Well, it's a joke about me, too. Mm. It's a joke about both of us mm-hmm. and our relationship dynamic. And maybe <laughs> the fact that I hurt your feelings is also an indication of what's going on. All right. You know who's hurt are the two cities that we didn't shout out the last two weeks. Okay. So we need to shout one out this time. So give me a number between 700 and 800, please. 769 oh yeah 69 you know who loves the 69 bilbao spain (laughs) they love the 769 Uh, espana (laughs) barcelona (laughs) that's how you say it (laughs) all right are we getting into this show yeah let's get into this show okay we i mean we already kind of talked about i just want to say that's more than we've talked about a rose ceremony in a long time so i think that backs up that it was one of the most dramatic interesting rose ceremonies i'd like to do my head go ahead do your fart noise okay here you go gang get ready brace yourselves okay here it comes Boy, that was pretty anticlimactic. <laughs> do you want me to put like an internet fart noise yeah, in there? Okay, do. or do you? Okay, because that one was pretty weak. So we'll put one in here. All right. Okay, there was the fart noise that showed that I was wrong. You really got me. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Are we ready? Or? We're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the guys are talking about who they're leaning towards. Yes. Meatball says he's just taking things. You know, I loved this. Day 
by day, day by day, day by day. not given enough meatball puns at all um because there, sh- there should have been a meatball pun here like i'm just gonna see which way meatball rolls <laughs> something like that right see that gotcha uh did it i mean it you you emoted you reacted to it <laughs> true. you had a physical reaction did, to it yeah. i did emote i will take that um i don't know what else he would say though well i i just gave you one or, I'm sorry, uh, I'm looking up the lyrics to Day by Day. Okay. Day by Day. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, we got a telephone call, y'all. 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 All right. Uh, Gabby says that some of the men are leaning toward more towards one or the other, but that she really feels that some are more in a middle ground. Again, probably a reason to actually have that cocktail party. Correct. To figure out maybe these men haven't had enough time with you to decide which one they want also, or, and vice versa. Well, for the viewer too, because half these men are also like, no offense, Termaine, but who are you? Yeah, right. I like, don't remember Termaine yeah. feels strongly enough to decline a rose and I don't even know who he is. <laughs> right. No, I'm team Gabby 100%. I was like, I feel like he might have been just like a producer plant. <laughs> well, Jesse, at this, oh, are you looking at your feeder again? The this feeder the is, really, is really distracting. There's a bunch of chipmunks out there, and I feel like they might be doing a Rescue Rangers type (laughs) mission. Which one of those chipmunks looks the most fuckable to you? (laughs) Both of them. (laughs) Oh, that's a Rescue Rangers I don't need to be on Hinge. I have my backyard. (laughs) This is also why we don't record during the day. It's too distracting. That's true. To be able to look out the window and see what's going on. I got to just have a black hole around me. A void that you can stare into. Yeah, so um, Rachel and Gabby greet each other with a big hi. Hi. Sound I have like a lot of yeah, a lot of eyes. Yeah, it's like they sound like our ten-year-old daughter. Yes, correct. All right, so Jesse comes in and and tells the fellas, you can already tell the girls aren't messing around. Yes, um, he also says they're going to have two incredibly romantic one-on-one days. Incredibly romantic. And as we see, they are incredibly romantic. You know what's incredibly romantic? A sound ceremony with Grandpa Joe (laughs) in which he falls asleep (laughs) during the sound ceremony. You know what says romance to me? What? Bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Bowling with your grandpa and some rando. What was Elise doing there? (laughs) That woman was too young to be Elise. That's true. That's true. I can't pick up the ball anymore. My fingers are too frail (laughs) and my knuckles are engorged from arthritis. (laughs) Oh, the elderly. All right. So they, um, Jesse says, prepare for anything to happen this week. I would like, is one of them going to spontaneously combust? Maybe. Like a piano is just going to fall on Logan from the sky. You know the date that I would be excited to see? What's that? A magic show with Roby. Oh God, Bring that would him be back good on. to do the magic. Yeah. Yes. And Lele Sobieski is the one who gets sawn in half. Here's what you missed. <laughs> I'm making myself reappear. <laughs> Illusion. <laughs> Illusion, Michael. Mm. Trick is something a whore does for money. Zach gets the one-on-one with Rachel. Zach, who uh, I don't know anything about, except he's incredibly boring, I would argue. 
I thought he was, I mean, he is probably one of the guys. I thought he was boring too, but he's probably the right guy to stand there on the red carpet sure. next to you. And I'll also say he and Rachel seem pretty well suited for sure. each other. Without Take going that too as the far, backhanded yeah. compliment that it is Yeah, without to going be. too far and implying what that actually means, they do seem well suited for each other. Yeah, and on the, the gentleman, when he gets the car, they're like, attaboy, like they're really excited for him. Um, but they're also like, Rachel's one for one on taking dudes out. Be careful. So I was going to say, because mm-hmm. I know there's this is a whole pretty woman date. Of all the outfits that she wore, I thought that the dress she showed up in was the this, best one. Mm, I'm going to insert myself here. Okay. This isn't a pretty woman date. Okay, because you're not getting the stuff? Yeah, and like you're not going on a shopping spree. You're just buying one thing. Well, I guess they didn't even buy it. They just got to borrow it. They didn't even have a seafood platter there. <laughs> Nobody got to say, big mistake. Yeah. Huge. Rachel did not snap Zach's finger with a jewelry box. <laughs> he, she did not wrap 44 inches of therapy around This him. is another kind of archetypal date that we've seen before, though, which is just kind of like the Hollywood premiere date. Sure. Except they're not at, because I was like, oh, I wonder what like movie they're going to shove they in here. Because they have done that before. Promo. They've been right. like, it's like... Give it's her, no. Give her up yeah, the right. stars. <laughs> yeah. It's that uh, gay romance comedy. <laughs> oh, bros. Yeah, yeah bros. I saw the poster for that when yes. I took Charlie to see uh, Pause of Fury. <laughs> I was like, God, I wish we would have uh, watched Bros instead. I saw the preview for it when I went to see Elvis, which, by the way, guys, Austin Butler now on my list. Ooh. Sweet mother of God. Also, Ghost of Elvis has risen to number one on my ghost list. Above Von Trapp? Above Christopher Ooh. Plummer. Yeah, Ooh. you're talking a little hastily right now. <laughs> I know, the ghosts can hear but at you, Elvis, too. They played like a bunch of real life clips at the end, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, that's why people liked the king. When he swiveled those hips, people <laughs> couldn't handle it. You would have lost your shit if you would have seen him swiveling those hips on TV. I, I lost my yeah. shit in the movie. Hey, I had to excuse myself. Even from the waist up, you saw Elvis when he was shaking his hips, and you got a little too excited for the theater. Little ma'am, we're going to have to ask you to take a step <laughs> to out. To put your pants on, please, madam. <laughs> what are we? Oh, the premiere. Yes. The premiere. Okay, so, so it's not a pretty woman date, but they do get to go and try on a bunch of different outfits. They meet Karamo, who is... We don't watch Queer Eye. We don't watch Queer Eye, so I was unfamiliar with this gentleman, but I should have been because he is a member of Queer Eye, an author, a relationship expert, and a culture expert. And a TV host. And a TV host. Five jobs. His LinkedIn must be insane. Insane. <laughs> He's endorsed for so many skills. Culture effort or culture expert. Blah. Oh, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Culture expert. Endorse. I'm just going to cut this whole bit. <laughs> no, you can't cut it. No, I can't cut it. I am the editor. I'm the one who edits this thing. <laughs> I have all the power. <laughs> In the meantime, while Zach and Rachel are trying on all of their Hollywood garb, mm-hmm. Gabby, God, I keep getting them confused, even though I know who's who and their names don't sound the same right, and, and they're they don't nothing look alike. Same, I know, same, yeah. but it's... Well, you can tell Gabby because she's a little bit rough around the edges. Oh, that's true. Right. That's yeah. true. And yeah, she's yeah, yeah. not your typical bachelorette. Also, she really doesn't have a moral code. <laughs> <laughs> My morals line up more with Rachel. Okay, what Hayden. What the fuck does that mean, Hayden? Oh, we'll get to that bullshit. Okay, so in the meantime, the guys are paid a visit by Gabby... And I really like Gabby, but I will say, 
I felt like she, like, I don't really know what she was looking for in this visit. I know she felt like she didn't get it. Well, I think she wanted a little more attention. A little more effort from yes, the gentleman. a little more effort. And honestly, again, we never really know what happens. But the way they cut it, it looked like they were throwing and not catching the football with each other instead of trying to talk to Gabby. I mean, at least one of those guys should have been like, Gabby, get in the pool with us, right? Yeah, or like, I hey. Mean, but I feel like in a situation like that where they're like, it's not a cocktail party, like, am I allowed to pull you aside and talk to you? But I think she wants the dude who's like, fuck the rules. Like, yeah. I don't know what the rules are, but no, I'm going to I'm going to grab this situation by the balls. And I will say later in the episode when she like says that she can't give a rose, I feel like it was a rare misstep by Nate because he should have been like, hey, let's go talk. Like, I can yeah. see that you're upset. Yeah, right, right. No, because Nate, uh, I thought that Nate would have just gotten it. Anyway, she was clearly doing that as a symbolic gesture. We're jumping all over the place here. Nah, We're jump- right. That's okay. This show isn't chronological. <laughs> this is so postmodern. It's just jumping all yeah. over the place. It's like Pulp Fiction. It's just like a wrinkle in the time span (laughs) time span continuum so i said that like when she first showed up i was like oh this is a neat wrinkle like the bachelor the other bachelorette can hang out with the rest of the dudes it adds an an interesting dimension but then nothing interesting happened yeah and she says the lack of effort is a decision at this point i only are i only make this argument because i feel like this again it's a little bit of a trope that has shown up many seasons yes where like something like this happens and it never feels successful to the lead. Uh-huh. I feel like it usually happens with a bachelorette. Like uh-huh. I can remember Michelle having the similar a similar right. complaint. The first of the bachelorette, Claire, the one. Yeah, yes. oh, for she sure, had a Claire, bunch of those yeah. moments. Yeah. So I would almost make the argument like is the bachelorette always right? Or is it that like you're putting the guys in a situation where they don't really know how they're supposed to act and you're like reading it as a lack of interest, but really it's just that they don't quite know what they're supposed to do in this like informal visit situation. I, I have some thoughts on okay, this that great. I'm ready to impart right now. Drop your for thoughts. You. As on a me. man, I'll, I'll explain this. So here's my interpretation. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to explain this situation. <laughs> so. I think that it's it's definitely that the men don't know how to act. I think that that's true. But a couple points on that. One, we've seen this misstep over and over again. Mm-hmm. So any of these guys who've been watching the show and they claim that they do because they've seen these women before. Not all of them. Should, should Not know. All of okay, them. some of them. But should know to like step up to the plate a little bit. The guys have been more broy the last few seasons and have yeah. like, spent more time broing out, or that seems to be a theme. But here's the counter that we always make, which sure. is these women are often like, I want bold gestures. And then somebody does something big and bold, and they're like, no, no, not yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it's a hard tightrope to walk. It is just interesting to see the kind of dynamic difference between The Bachelor and their contestants and The Bachelorette and their contestants. Because you never see the women accused of like, these women are just here to be friends. Like, they're just they're just sissing out. Has that never happened? Not really. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I guess and it, you're like, right. And it like consists. Yeah happens with the bachelor but especially in the last few seasons which i think is interesting like is it a generational thing or i don't know like they're just there to make bros just, <laughs> they actually are there to make friends yeah. yeah they are here for the wrong reasons to make friends 
Okay. Um, in any case, Gabby does not feel very satisfied yeah, with she that. She says, I feel like I'm giving so much to them and they're not yeah. giving anything back. I don't know if it was giving so much, but I yeah, do ab- like, appreciate, like, I want some attention, fella. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sh- sure. You know, show off for me besides <laughs> catching a football. Hey, where's that really well hung door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll give her some attention. <laughs> um, she says, I deserve to be loved, but do I deserve to be loved by the person I want? to be loved by whoa <laughs> you just br- blew my mind your brain teasers are blowing my mind gabby your brain teasers are driving me wild <laughs> meanwhile rachel and zach are still just being pretty boring so yeah. the actual the movie premiere which i'm putting in air quotes yes. because it is not a movie premiere at all yes it is home videos of, the of two these of two goobers so first they clearly like hired some fucking fake journalists to like take photos of them outside on the red carpet this it was so cringy to me oh yeah it was really i feel like sometimes i'm like oh this could be fun or like that's something you would maybe only do on a tv show like that's kind of cool this one i was like sweet jesus i would be so embarrassed oh i know it's it was embarrassing because like they get in and i mean how long was that movie 10 minutes maybe maybe 10 minutes they set all this bullshit up and It was, yeah, I did not like this date at all. So, yeah, to for those who don't watch the show and just rely solely on us, they went in there and sat down in an empty movie theater, and they showed, like, home footage of uh, Rachel and Zach, like, as kids. And it was called Me and You, and somebody was playing the piano. Matt White was the gentleman's name, um, playing the piano. And it was just like, like this is like a wedding slideshow. Like, yeah. This is way too weird and And like intimate. Rachel is crying. Yeah. I just have in my notes in all caps, this date is boring. It is boring. And though I also wanted to say that there's a video of Rachel as a child who she's shrieking. She's like, Mah! and at that moment, Baxter dog looked up in a panic. Because he was laying next to me on the uh, on the couch, so it scared our small dog. Thanks a lot, Rachel. <laughs> little guy. Oh, little guy. What are you getting a little scared of, Charles? Oh, it's you, little guy. <laughs> what are you mostly deaf, but you can still hear that, Charles? <laughs> what is she shrieking at a level that only dogs can hear, Charles? Yeah, uh, Rachel's not my favorite. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. She's not my least favorite. No, she's just uninteresting, um, and that's okay. And I also feel like. She kind of catastrophizes. Well, they both catastrophize in their own way. We feel like we can use that term accurately because we've been to a lot of therapy. Yes, we've been to couples therapy. I don't believe that term was used during couples therapy. Turns out one of us is a catastrophizer. (laughs) I wonder which one Guess which one. (laughs) I I, I worry it's me. I think it might be me and that I'll never uh, find another relationship again. (laughs) Could have been Ryan. Could have been me. Could have been Ryan. Um... I, maybe catastrophizing isn't even the right. I just feel like when anything like goes wrong in the slightest, she seems to like break down into complete like self doubt and self pity and um, like, girl, you're the bachelorette, right. you know, like you have, I, I don't know. I th- feel like they both swing wildly from one end of the spectrum to the other sure. of like being very girl power, like we're taking control yeah. to just both losing their shit over these like dumbass guys right. that it's like, 
Are you really like that? I don't know. Like, oh no, Jacob doesn't like. I mean, he was oh, kind of no. an asshole. Hayden thinks you're rough around the edges. Right. Who? Uh, yeah. yeah. First of all, that's a fucking compliment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're goddamn right. And I'm rough like, around the edges. Good. That's great that Hayden eliminated himself, and that just saves Gabby the trouble. Yeah. I know it hurts. And I know, like, it's an emotional situation, and right. probably some of the stuff that they wouldn't even necessarily be that upset about in real life when you're when you know that it's being broadcast on national television. Sure. Blah blah blah. Um, my hope is that both of the girls can start to shine a little more in this new format that yes, we're moving into. In this individual format. Yeah, no, because I mean, both of them have, I wanted to talk a little more about sort of Gabby's insecurities in a few minutes because I thought it was interesting. Um, but, or I guess we can just do it right now. You're sure. You're giving me a look. Sure. Just, just no, right no, now. I'm not giving you All a right. look. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're giving me a look that says, uh. <laughs> Boy, I'm interested in whatever you have to say. Oh, next. that was an accident. <laughs> That's actually not the look I was meaning to give you. All right. So when when they have a group date later, where a bunch of the guys reject Gabby, she already seems to be coming in with this idea that she's like drastically different than the other bachelorettes. Which I don't quite understand. But I actually feel like Rachel makes that argument too. Like she's like, I never thought I would be the bachelorette. Like they both seem kind of that way. To me, Gabby has more reason just because we do know her backstory of like her struggle with her mom. Like I can... (laughs) I can actually see why Gabby struggles with feeling unlovable. Like she didn't feel love from like someone that's supposed to, you know, automatically give you love. And so to me, Gabby's insecurities feel a little more well-founded or like not, they're both understandable. Sure. Yeah. No. And I'm not even getting on these women for being insecure because I understand that that happened. You know, I'm not like blaming them. I'm just saying it's It's bizarre. Well, it was also bizarre that Gabby seems like I don't, I don't get why Gabby is not your typical bachelorette. Like, I feel like she's it's not like she oh, has like a mohawk. Or I get something, that. You though. know, like, no, I get that. I mean, if she's not as like traditionally beautiful. She's not, and I wouldn't even say that the, most of the bachelorettes are beautiful, but they have a certain like look. And I, I do agree that Gabby falls a little bit outside of that. I feel like she's funnier. I've I, honestly, I mean, I've said this before, but I would put Gabby in the same camp as like Caitlin, where she's a little bit mouthier, a little more sarcastic. And I think they're both very, very pretty, beautiful women. I don't think that they look like Emily Maynard. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me, like if this is the the standard deviation away from a bachelor, it's a a bachelorette. It's very small. Oh, of course. That's what I'm saying. Is like, oh, like you're a little bit mouthier, and you're maybe a nine point five instead of a ten. Like, yeah. Oh my God, you don't belong. No, here. yeah, you know, yeah. That's for what sure. I'm saying. Is like. In what world other than this would you well, be? Well, no, like, I mean, yeah. we've talked about that before anyway with like how easy it is to judge these men and be like, oh, well, if I met Evan Bass in person, I would oh, think yeah. he was very handsome. Oh, but on the show, you're like, Jesus, yeah. who let this uggo through the gate? It's right. I mean, we yeah, we have talked about okay, that I wouldn't before. be all over Evan you Bass. You would be all over Evan mm, Bass. You would be all over Carly. I would be all over Carly. Yeah. I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> not, not be a, all over Evan Bass. That's not Bass. an accusation at all. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. We want to deal with the Grandpa Joe date, and then yes, we'll kind of circle back to some forward. of this thing. And, okay. you know, a spoiler alert, uh, Zach gets the rose. Yes, yes. On that same topic, right after um, Zach gets the rose, Rachel says, to be experiencing unconditional love with someone like Zach next to me is so special. What's the, was the unconditional love Zach? 
That, that was one better. was much better. That we was do better. not. I might save that one and just insert that one in earlier. Also, someone well. like Zach, what does it mean? <laughs> like, what is Zach like? I still don't know. He's right. He's handsome and boring. He's white. Right, sure, just a boring white dude. Yeah, there he is. He yeah. likes to look at old pictures of himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at how good I look in this one. All right, let's move on to a slightly more interesting yes. date, which is Gabby and Eric. And uh, it's a threesome. Yeah, who said three's a crowd? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not if Grandpa Joe's involved. <laughs> no, I mean. Would you, okay, you would I do like Grandpa Joe? Oh, uh, I would not. No? No. You like old dudes. I am uh, swearing off men. How about okay, that? Okay, sure. Just you, So if it's just the fact that you're not going to do any man. I yeah. want to find the Gabby to my Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the Rachel to my Gabby. I'm definitely Yeah, you're the Gabby. Gabby. I'm a Gabby. But I think you actually want to find the Gabby to your Gabby. I don't, you find That's Rachel true. a little boring. Yeah. yeah. Where's another Gabby uh, for this Gabby? Sarcastic ladies out there. Maybe have had a few <laughs> lip injections. <laughs> Hit me up. Why don't you slide Maybe into... Maybe some mommy issues. Yeah, yeah, slide into my DMs because nobody else is. Oh, that's Aww. false. False. No. It is false. All right, so they... Um, Eric with a, an H. That's a C-H. Comple- yeah. Crazy. Completely unnecessary. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is shrinking. <laughs> okay. So, um, Eric is on the date. Grandpa Joe comes waltzing in wearing the hell out of a sweater. I know. I said, yeah. Grandpa Joe, John, it's John, right? Or Joe? Grandpa John. God damn it. Yeah. All right. So, John. let me re ask my question Would you do Grandpa John? For sure. Right. So I thought I, you were you talking about Grandpa Joe. A totally different Grandpa. No, Grandpa John is the one that I wanted to have nail you. Uh, I want to make the comment that Gabby has styled herself for this date to look like uh, kind of a C-list Y2K pop star. She's oh. got like b- braids in her hair, uh-huh. like kind of tied up almost as if in a butterfly clip. Okay. I'm pretty sure that the shirt she owned, I also owned from American Eagle circa 2002. Yeah. That she could have sung, what would have been like a song that a C lit? Like it would have been like, C, I like, have a crush on you. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Remember that? Three's a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of fucking your grandpa. <laughs> My grandpa's taking a sound bath. <laughs> <laughs> He's falling asleep. All right. Um, no, you're definitely right. Uh, 2000 eras pop star, which I guess that's all coming around again. I would get out all the clothes that I wore in the 2000s, but I just have worn the same thing consistently um, for the last 20 years. Sweet so. Jesus. Well, first of all, on the group date, you get a nice array of some jorts options. Oh, yeah. God. And also, yeah, what are we doing? Side note, I went on a shopping trip with my mom, my sister, my daughter, my niece. That's a pretty woman date. That now, is, now, 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 now. you've never been treated to a pretty woman <laughs> date like the ones that my mom gives you. What kind of shrimp platter is she rocking oh, on these dates? Shrimp platter? Try Seafood. lobster tail. <laughs> <laughs> try lobster thermidor. <laughs> as far as the eye could see. So what was going on in this shopping My date? question is, why are we all revisiting these terrible trends? No, I have no idea. Like every... Every shop that we went into for children, for kids like 20 and under, 21 and under, forever 21. Forever 21 and under. You might call it forever 21. (laughs) Like one of them 
I think this was in Forever 21. Also, I went into an Abercrombie and Fitch for the first time in 25 years. I'm surprised I can't smell it on you still. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The cologne in the air. You cannot light a match in there. The whole place will go. It'll just go up in flames. (laughs) It's a tender box. It is Nathaniel's house waiting to Um, Nathaniel's house fire all over again. That's a real niche joke, but the guy who needs to get it is going to love it. Um, there. Remember that that band, Garbage. Yeah, I'm only happy when it rains. Yeah. What was their yeah. other song? So there was that one. There was special. Do you have an opinion? No. Okay, it wasn't that. Yes, it was. No, I know. But was there one own. that was like a? They also did a Bond theme. Huh. There was one video where I swear, what was her name? Shirley Manson, right? I think that's right. Yeah. She was in like a flame kind of dress, like that was like see through. And they had that at Forever 21. They had her flame dress. I mean, it was pretty much yeah. exactly the same. All right, we need to figure out what song that we'll was. We'll put it on Instagram. Because I don't think it was I'm Only Happy Winner. It might have been special. I believe that she's flying a fighter jet for some reason. I only remember that because I was like, what is happening? Like, why is she flying a fighter jet? I'll figure it out. Okay. I will put Robin on it. Get Robin on this. You know, I don't mind garbage. The band, not the product. I don't mind the garbage the product. Real <laughs> <laughs> Oscar the Grouch over here. Um. Yeah, I, I liked the song I'm Only Happy When It Rains, yeah. mostly because my friend Ann Hearn would change the lyric to I'm Only Happy When I'm Constipated. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a really good joke. God, Ann Hearn, you know what? She did that before Weird Al turned complicated <laughs> into constipated. So uh, Ann Hearn is a regular Weird Al. In fact, she might have a lawsuit on her hands. You know what? Weird Al might have a lawsuit on his hands. No, no. She did it first, it sounds like. Because she was doing this when the song was popular. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she could sue him. No, I'm saying she has a lawsuit on her hands. (laughs) For to uh, deliver to Weird Al's hands from her hands. No, he's got a lawsuit (laughs) on his hands because it has been delivered from Anne. Well, her hands delivered the lawsuit to Weird Al's hands. And now it's on his hands. Yes, or uh, that'll be part of uh, what's in the Daniel Ratcliffe Weird Al movie that's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, this whole scandal. <laughs> yeah. How he ripped off Anne Hearn. Who plays Anne Hearn in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? As you can tell from our extreme <laughs> side conversation, we are not very interested in this date. <laughs> this um, date was fine. I feel like Grandpa John needed to kick it up a notch oh, a little I bit. Know. Like, Instead of falling asleep. <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the sound bath. Well, he did ask uh, how many chicks there are out in Santa Monica, which Grandpa John, Santa Monica is famous for his chicks, for its chicks. There, uh, uh, there's a whole song about California girls, Grandpa John. They're unforgettable. <laughs> there are two whole songs about California girls then, because that was not the one I was thinking of. Fine, fresh Once, <laughs> once again, we are thinking of different songs with similar this themes. This is why we split up. God, this that's what I'm putting in the divorce decree if we ever get around to it. <laughs> Um, let's see. They do an intention cer- setting ceremony. Ra- Eric is like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say Rachel, but then I realized, nope, it's Gabby. Okay. God. I feel like Eric rolled with the punches on a date that he clearly did not want to be on. Really the whole date. Yeah. All right. I mean, that guy, boy, we'll get to that. Mm. That guy loves to sit there and not do anything. Correct. Which I was saying, like, I was disappointed by because I actually felt like he was really funny in the first week episode like uh-huh. they had a bunch of really fun chemistry yeah she was like razzing him and he was giving it back to her i feel like literally this week he just sat 
right there. Yeah. Well, and um, maybe that happens sometimes with funny guys can't really follow through with the emotional stuff. I don't yeah. know if you've ever. We don't know anything that. about that. We certainly don't don't know. <laughs> guys anything. who are joking and razzing around may not be able to come He's through so later. Funny. <laughs> That'll never be a problem. I'll never be upset, and he'll just sit there paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, um, but anyway, so they do a sound bath. I didn't get quite enough. I get the idea. They're making noise around you. I mean, that's the idea, right? But I would have liked like a little more explanation of what a sound bath is, please. They also do an intention setting ceremony upon which uh, Gabby says, I would like to set an intention of moving forward in this journey with confidence because I truly believe the risk is worth the reward. And then Eric said... (laughs) My intentions is present. <laughs> Again, that's what I mean. He clearly did not want to be there, well, despite setting his intention as present. It all, it was set as presence, as in being in the situation and being aware of it. But I like the interpretation as someone whose language, love language is gift giving. <laughs> you know what, Eric? My intention is presence, too. <laughs> that's what happened on the shopping date this yeah, weekend. Yeah, presence. Presence. That's my intention. So they have this, and Gabby tells us a sound bath is one of her favorite things in the world. Grandpa John says it was interesting, but not something he needs to ever do again. Where's my beer? (laughs) Grandpa John uh, fell asleep. How many times has Gabby done a sound bath in her life? Because she's like, I love sound baths. That makes it sound like she's done it 200 times. Well, that might be why she's rough around the edges. (laughs) (laughs) That sound is kind of chipping some edges off. Um, All right, so then they go bowling. Um, I they went find on a, some random old woman for Grandpa John. Right. So John, she, Gabby says that Grandpa John has been married for fifty years. Is the wife? Is he widowed? She's cool with it. Come okay. On. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's how they stayed married for so long. Yeah. Every once in a while, you meet a rando at the bowling alley. You just alley. gotta go to the bowling alley and see what's what. <laughs> Sometimes you go to Santa Monica just to meet some chicks. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about being grandma and grandpa, <laughs> and hey, maybe your clothes come off a little bit. <laughs> maybe your grandpa sweater comes off. Yeah. You know how it goes. All right. Grandpa Joe bowls with some rando. Eric does the classic bowling through your legs move. Classic. Classic. Got to do it. It's got to be done. Um, Yeah, they seem to be having a perfectly fine time. Then they have dinner together. Eric talks about how his dad is the most stubborn son of a bitch you've ever met. Mm -hmm. But his mom and dad are a good team. I feel like it's tough because, like, you can't not talk about your parents. But I feel like for someone like Gabby, like... That's going to be hard to hear. Sure. Well, that's it too. Is like, where's your tragedy, Eric? Like, yeah. you should have done something. Like, you should have killed your cousin before you came on the show Which or something. Can. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, my cousin just died. I'm so sad about it. That bastard's got to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any information, he's murderers at large. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Here are the clues. Help us solve the crime. (laughs) Robin. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this to me was just awkward because she really opens up. And but I, I will say, I know that Gabby is being this open and this straightforward right away about it for a reason. Like there isn't time to waste, and you kind of have to be open in this process. I really can't blame Eric for being a little overwhelmed. Like, I feel like he clearly has an expression of someone that's just like, oh, shit. He has a deer in headlights expression, which he should. Again, this is another moment where he 
he should have risen to the occasion more. At he least they're like, hey, that's hard. You want to tell me a little yeah. more? And maybe he did that and they cut it. That's yeah. the other thing. I yeah. mean, they certainly you never had with plenty of footage of him sitting around to work with. So we can't say that he didn't do that. But if he didn't, that's disappointing that he didn't at least offer some sort of comforting gesture. Um, and so Gabby goes and talks to the producers and says, am I too broken for anyone to love? Which is a very sympathetic struggle uh um, way to plagiarize that from ben higgins <laughs> hashtag unlovable I, copyright tm i guess my question is like a lot of these things that may be something to work on not on national tv correct perhaps and again, i'm not even i like gabby i'm i would have taken gabby's rose i'm all over I'm, gabby i know lord yeah but Ooh, i'm just gabby, saying you're so beautiful oh you're so pretty um, yeah, and I, but I also feel like, I mean, Gabby talked in that therapy date that they did with Clayton on like, she was like, I've been through so much therapy about this already. Like, to me, this is just kind of almost a part of Gabby's personality. Sure. Okay. And, um, I mean, I agree. Mm. I, I, but like, do you not go on national television because you have that in your background like i don't know uh no 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 but i'm just saying like if it is if you're at the place where you are going to have to end a date like a one a first time date because you get so upset about this situation like i don't it's not like you can't go on national television i'm just not sure that for her that is the, it's the healthiest mo- yeah. decision well i mean come on this yeah. isn't the healthiest right. decision for anyone sure that that's what i'm saying i, I like go on tv obviously they want people who are a mess on tv they don't want yeah well it reminds people me on a little bit of like show. matt james when they're like and your dad yeah, is right, here. Right, yeah. Oh God! Like, How what soon are the they odds? I was gonna say. Yeah. Guess what? Three's company again. <laughs> it's your mom. Three's a crowd. Yeah, that's Ooh. an actual crowd, though. Yeah. Um, all right. So Eric, um, it just kind of sits there. Um, but he then says, "You've become very in tune with your emotions. I'm here to see where this goes." And then they do kiss. So he gets the rose, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Despite doing nothing. Yeah. He just sits there silently while she pins the rose on Yeah, him. and like it's a little awkward at first, but I feel like um, he, I don't know, he handles it okay. Uh-huh. And she says, I'm the imperfect bachelorette, but in, I think in some people's eyes, it will mean perfect. See, and again, I like the rough around the edges element. I just don't see why she's not a good bachelor. Like, I just don't get that story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. again, if it was... Someone who was like, I used to be on heroin. You know, like I could mm-hmm. see people who are like, but seriously, like there are so many yeah, people who right. are like. It's just like in Bachelor universe, this right. is. Uh, I guess that's what bothers me, though, is like this. Look at this crazy woman who's got so many problems and it's just like a normal person. You know, like that's what's irritating to me is like, God, this imperfect person can barely be on this show. And it's like. No, she's pretty close to perfect. Just, you know, like that's that's irritating yeah. to me. Yeah, like let's get let's get someone who's like an actual mess then or, or like someone who has a very complicated backstory and put them on the bachelorette and then let's have like a not bachelorette bachelorette, you know. That's Did you my hot say take. the garbage video stupid girl? No. I think it was Stupid, Stupid Girl, Girl that I was I don't even of. remember that song. Stupid Girl. I will put that. There's our end song right there. Yeah. I don't remember that <laughs> song at all. Appropriate for this. 
Okay, group date? Yeah, group date. ready for this? Marriage photos. Please welcome Franco again. Can we we maybe say, let's give Franco a little break? No, I tagged Franco in a tweet. Oh, never mind. Franco, we love you. Franco did not respond. He did respond that one time. What an asshole. Yeah, he doesn't have that many followers, guys. Go follow Franco on Twitter. Um, they're, the girls are wearing wedding dresses and doing a photo shoot with Franco. And then, like, what was this photo shoot? I don't It was very know. strange. It was because it wasn't wedding photos. No. It was like, it was like bikini car wash, fo- or not bikini, like, like swimsuit like, car wash, fake Avon baby. Even had to dress up as a pregnant woman and then Meatball comes right, running out. Like it was. <laughs> I don't know what kind of art, pro- abstract art project I feel like I was. literally, yeah, like I looked up and I was like, the fuck? fuck is going yeah. on here these photos are now on display at the moma actually <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like one of them had to dress up kind of like a jim carrey-esque like mental patient yeah, when he right. dresses up to go uh in ace ventura yes, yes to sneak in yes. yes i'm ready to go in coach just give me a chance i know there's a lot riding on it but it's all psychological just got to stay in a positive frame of mind yeah meatball comes out as a baby and then rachel makes a baffling comment that if she has a baby she hopes it looks like meat <laughs> that's why she gave him the rose she was like i hope that this kid this guy gives me a kid and that he's looks like, like him even i can't abide by that <laughs> <laughs> meatball <Yeah>. no likey <laughs> yeah it's just so weird like jacob comes out wearing a fig leaf Gabby there's like yeah there's like adam eve. and eve yeah a bunch of them are dressed as, in jorts which i know you like oh of course yeah then some of them get to pro- like nate and tyler both get to do proposal pictures and actually, i think a lot of a couple of them did proposals logan and yeah. tino do rachel yeah. nate and tyler proposed to gabby nate it's just kills it, was it, with his pro- it was very strange nate yeah. does kill it with his proposal he did that's why i was surprised clearly gabby was making a symbolic gesture by not giving out the rose instead of giving it to Nate, yeah because i think he clearly earned a date rose yeah you know, i think um, at that, that point she was just so done and she needed to do something dramatic if yes. you will she might even say that she was donezo my car is donezo <laughs> so then they move to a football field there's no actual football they're just sitting around on a football well, again, field that was weird to me too like there wasn't really any reason why they were at a stadium no i had no idea why it just seemed like well we use stadiums a lot here you go and Avon's like, this is so high school movie. We're on the football field right now. And it's like, mm. yeah, I mean, but what are you doing here? Why are you here? You're in, you're in the football field for no reason. So that is high school movie. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Rachel has a better arm than most of these guys do, myself included. I would say Rachel looks like can outthrow me with the football. All right, so let's get into the part of the date where these guys all come and tell Gabby they're here for Rachel. The night portion, that's where stuff just starts to break down. So what we get is an edited version of the night date where what appears to happen is, I mean, it is what happens. Multiple guys tell Gabby that they're pursuing Rachel. So Tyler does it first. Then we get it from Hayden, who infamously at this point says that she is rough around the edges and that, quote, his morals align more with rachel i have no idea what that means Mm. i mean tell me something about morals rachel rachel's morals and gabby's morals that you would even he actually belongs to a super niche belief system of (laughs) 
pilot specific <laughs> morality. Pilots are the top of the moral it's, hierarchy. <laughs> it's called the Mile High Club. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> um, and then Jacob, who like, where the fuck do you get off thinking oh, yeah. that anybody gives a shit what, who you like? Right. He says, even if you were the only person here, I don't think I would have the heart to continue. Obviously, like, you're smoking. Well, shoot. Like, yeah. what is happening? You. Well, so here's the thing is, I think that these guys were were trying to be like, hey, just so you know, I'm here for Rachel, which is fine. Yes, like Tyler did it correctly. Yes. He was like, I just want to let you know, I'm, I feel like I'm having more of a connection with Rachel and I want to be upfront with you. And Gab... Gabby is like, I appreciate that. Like, thank yeah, you for I mean, being I honest. I think she is hurt, but not as much as like he doesn't. I don't even think she was hurt at that. Like, if it had ended with Tyler, yes. I think she would have been like, this is a, like that's a part of this process. Yeah. I'm glad that they're figuring it out. Or if they all would have handled it like Tyler, just like, hey, you're great. Yeah, I really hope you find love. I think I'm connecting more with Rachel, but it's been a great. Right. Album. It's just like this I think shit it was like a hard. perfect storm. Like it was yeah. a combination of multiple guys seemingly in a row even if it wasn't in a row it was all in the same within the span of like what an hour hour and a half all of that happening at once and then also obviously some of them just being douche-tastic about it oh douche 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 douche-tastic um no i mean that's the problem is this shouldn't be that hard to just be like Hey, you know, there's two of you. Like, I can't date both of you. I really wish you the best. But like, they kind of went out of their way to fuck up by pointing out her flaws. Or Jacob, like, don't say that you wouldn't stay. Like, because first of all, yes, you would. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, oh, I wouldn't stay for this beautiful woman. Even if you were the only woman in the world, (laughs) (laughs) I would kill myself. (laughs) Um, They're just assholes. And like, it obviously gets under Gabby's skin. Oh, sure. Yeah. And she says, when it comes down to it, I want to be rough around the edges because I know who I am and I'm fucking proud of it. Yeah. And then, you know, what happens is kind of what has happened all, all in each situation like this thus far. The girls band together. Yes. And Rachel's like, those assholes, yeah, which right. I was annoyed, though. Like, Rachel ends up giving Hayden a rose. Yeah, and, that is annoying. You know? Yeah. Like, no, because they... Um, they do this like pretty brutal edit where Gabby's like, I'm sure this exact same thing is happening to Rachel. Cut to Rachel with Hayden like, oh, you're so awesome. You're so pretty. You're right. so boring. But I knew I was like, they're they're clearly editing this in right. this way to set us up. And then we're going to go into the rose ceremony and the exact same thing is going to happen sure. to Rachel. And I nailed it. Sure. Because all the guys, all those guys self-eliminated already. Yeah. From Gabby. Yes. And and again, the cocktail party might have solved some of this trouble. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, so when it comes down to it, Rachel gives the group date rose to Avon. Gabby says that she can't give a rose and that it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, but <laughs> it is not hard to say goodbye to these gentlemen. To today's cocktail party. I have in my notes that, cause the other, the dudes are like, Hayden, please tell us what happened. And, uh, I'm sure that Hayden probably later regrets saying that she was rough around the edges. Oh yeah. Like, I'm sure he just said like, I'm not defending him, but I think it was just a stupid thing to say that slipped out of his mouth. And he was like, well shit, now that's going to be the thing I'm remembered for, for the Forever. next year. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whoops. Um, I did like when Gabby says, I'm here to find a lifelong partner. I'm not here to teach dudes how to act. Great quote. <laughs> Great quote. And she's not. 
Um, okay, so Jesse Paul next night, everybody's ready for a cocktail party. Well, they end that date saying, I should have one more direct quote. And I don't oh, okay, know yeah. either Gabby or Rachel. One of the women says, it's so messy. We can't move forward. If we don't make a change right now, I think it could end in disaster. So basically, it is a good, a little bit good that this happened because it kind of showed the women, okay, this format is not going to work. Yes. Right, we have to do something different. Shocking. I know, I can't believe this format, which also was totally ill-defined, yeah. didn't work. I can't believe yeah. this undefined this format, format. that I don't even really know no what it rules is. rules that no one thought through is not working. All right, oh, another chipmunk. Hang on, gang, we gotta watch this chipmunk. Oh, he's real cute. Oh, he's scurrying. Oh, he's scurrying. Okay, so um, we get ready for the cocktail, cocktail party, party night. Yeah. Um, Jesse Palmer comes in looking serious. You're, re- says, you're ready for the cocktail party? Well, get ready for it to be officially canceled. Shocking. Shocking. It is officially canceled. Believe, right. <laughs> Not <laughs> they even put just police tape around the canceled. cocktail party area. It's official. <laughs> Here's a notarized letter saying so, that it's canceled. If you were thinking that you might have a cocktail party anyway, guess what? <laughs> it's official. If you thought you would have an unofficial cocktail party, you are not going You're to dreaming. do that. You're dreaming. Um, he says you'll all be moving directly on to the rose ceremony. Uh-huh. Because clearly Rachel and Gabby are ready to pursue you know they know who they want to pursue things with oh clearly yeah and the gentlemen do too yeah right right. everybody's got this all figured out jesse says uh this whole thing is just not working for them at the end of the day that journey is over (laughs) jesse's really getting like very final with oh yeah he's having a very good time with himself he's very (laughs) proud of himself to be doing all this. Um, they're going to continue their journey separately. So he does explain it a little mm-hmm. bit. He says, accepting a rose means that you are committing to moving forward with only that woman. Did you hear that, Logan? <laughs> well, but so here's why I think the men got confused, though, is he didn't say, like... The women have chosen. Yeah, he didn't say the women have already made their decisions. Yeah. So I think they were like, well, shit, I gotta, if I'm here for Gabby, I gotta hold out for Gabby. Yeah. Maybe I'll get the Gabby rose. Right. You know? Yeah. Also, I do think it's funny that Gabby gave roses to none of those dudes. I, I mean, feel like I guess it's they a little had just bit like what over. they do on Paradise, right? Where like, there's more of a gamble of like, well, is this person going to choose yes. me? Like, cause that has happened on paradise where someone has turned down a rose and then gotten saved by someone yes. else. You know? Yeah. I think that was what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. Cause I mean, and guess what Termaine, you were wrong. Bye, goodbye, Alec, whoever you are. <laughs> Some dude named Alec was cut that I did not know existed. Yeah. That was definitely like a producer's son. <laughs> All right. So anyways, they um, Jesse says, this really could be the biggest decision of your lives. Correct. The biggest decision of your Correct. life. Right here, right now. Quincy said, guys are losing their marbles. This will officially be the craziest night in Bachelor Nation history. We start off, they alternate. Yes. Which is also a brilliant move yeah. for the oh, production. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do you it have that way. You have to do it that way. Yep. So Rachel gives a rose to Tino. Then Gabby gives a rose to Nate. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. Yep. Rachel also gets Logan. Mm-hmm. Who Gabby. has a youth minister chain and sweater on. I okay, I believe that's called Eric Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> slash Chris slash Hardwick. Chris Hardwick slash, slash the youth minister. minister that you had a crush on growing up. Who mm-hmm. maybe got, turned out to be a little sketchy. <laughs> Um, Johnny is with Gabby. She gets. I'll run through Gabby's yeah, guys because Gabby's none list. of them uh, defect. All of them are Team Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, Johnny, Spencer, Jason, Mario, Kirk, Quincy, 
and Michael gets the final rose. And then, so Rachel has more drama. She gives her first her rose to Tino, then Logan. Then she tries to give it to Tremaine. He declines the rose, gets back in line. She tries to give one to Alec. He declines the rose, gets back in line. Then we move on to Tyler, Ethan, Jordan, and Meatball, who says, I'm sorry, I cannot take this rose. Imagine being rejected by someone named Meatball. I am just a spicy meatball. <laughs> I'm too spicy for you. <laughs> I'm here for Gabby. <laughs> Put me in Gabby's sandwich. Gabby's got the secret sauce. Huh? The salsa you can have, but the Meatball, he's a Gabby's. It's a Gabby's. <laughs> A sauce you can have, but the secret, she's a mine. <laughs> and then the last rose goes to asshole Hayden. Yes. Who honestly, you're correct. Like he might prove to not be. I think he's an asshole. But yeah, he's, right. But it's just like a typical Southern gentleman asshole. Sure, We right. know all about that. Oh, we're we're uh, elbows deep in those. This guy was definitely an SAE at Bama. <laughs> so here's my question. Like it's strange to me that Gabby, or I'm sorry, that Rachel, God, um, was like, Alex getting See, my... you're doing yeah, it too. I know. Like, Alex getting my fourth row. It's like, who, like, it seems like these guys that she was a little less sure about would have been closer to the bottom of the pile. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. thought it was weird. I feel like she kind of started scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, where she no, was she like, did. I just got to get somebody in right, here like, that oh, I know. Oh, shit, Meatball. Like, yeah, she just panicked. Tyler? <laughs> she panicked and said Meatball. Is <laughs> <laughs> the only name she could remember. Um, The girl's... Uh, walk out at one point after I believe it was after Alec rejected yes, the rose too, right. and like Rachel's like I just feel so bad and so rejected. Who cares? Like get rid of these guys if they're not there for you, they're not there for you. No, I like, know, and that's true. It's hard. I mean, no, I know, but I wouldn't want to do that. They were like, now we've just handed the power back to them. Yeah, but the it's they're like cutting off their noses despite sure, their right. Face. They're eliminating themselves from this TV show, so yeah. it's not that much power. It had the other interesting element of this night that we, you don't usually get is that the dudes who got roses left and then got to like comment and watch on the situation, mm-hmm. which I feel like also you did not seem to find this that dramatic. I found it fairly dramatic. I, don't, I wouldn't say dramatic was the right word. It was certainly novel. I'll give you that. Okay. I, I'm going to stick to my guns and say well, this w- is one of the most dramatic you ceremonies and Chris ever. Harrison. <laughs> that bastard Chris Harrison was finally right and he wasn't here to witness it. <laughs> he's like, ah, after all this time. There actually was a dramatic rose ceremony. I just think the way it was edited. And in that, I only say that because these rose ceremonies are almost never dramatic. Yeah. Like it's again yeah. graded on a curve. This was dramatic. I feel like that's what it is though is like I don't know they keep telling me that it's so dramatic and it never is and so then this one gets hyped up and I'm like "Eh, it's still not that dramatic like it's like when people kept telling me that where the where the crawdads sing oh it's such a good book you know what guys it's actually not that great (laughs) but like I heard from 20 people that's the most amazing book ever like my expectations are set very high now correct if you're gonna tell me it's the most dramatic rose ceremony ever I'm expecting like a bomb to go off. Sure, you're expecting a meteor to hit. I'm expecting yeah. some serious magic from Roby. I guess I have the opposite reaction where I think that's such bullshit that if anything dramatic happens at all, it's like, oh, like, it was oh, kind of it dramatic. Is dramatic. Right, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. So there, I think we're coming at it from opposite ends of the spectrum here. How about um, that? How about it? Just once again, we don't quite align. Um, all right, so the... Um, 
the ladies finally go in and greet the gentlemen that they have mm-hmm. still. Rachel and Gabby go meet their men. And to Gabby, finding true love. Gabby seems excited about her dudes. And now she's taking the power back. She now says. the power is theirs. She, Wait until next week when Logan comes along to try to snatch with it. With some power moves. Oh, he's snatching that power. <laughs> And then Meatball, so ours cut off before. Did Meatball get to come back or not? The they DVR cut it, off. cut it off. No, the, oh. the TV oh, it show. Oh, a cliffhanger. I think it's a cliffhanger. Yeah, massive Will cliffhanger. Will Meatball <laughs> be there next week? Hey, Meatball. Will Meatball get to stay on I the like plate the or not? I like the idea of Meatball staying on the show as like a kind of junior Polly figure. Yes. Because like they have a, big Polly. Yes. Now Meatball can now be. Now Meatball, right. They just have him as like comic Polly. relief. A little Polly. Yeah, like he's not actually there as a genuine love interest. <laughs> He's just sort of like hanging around the house, maybe making meatballs for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, gang, we will talk to you through separation anxiety in a few days. And until then, I'm going to be on Tinder hooks waiting to find out if meatball gets cut or not. Yeah.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.